You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm so sorry I could not be here live last Sunday, but here we are, the last Sunday of 2000. Where did this last year go? I don't know about you. You know, some people say that time moving quickly is a is a byproduct of aging. That as we get older, it seems to move more quickly. And, you know, I'm not young anymore by chronological numbers, and that well could be part of it. But I will tell you, I am so aware of how time is speeding up. And if you are, I empathize with the experience of it. It's, it's, it's a little unsettling at times. And it's interesting. So for those of you that are new to the show, let me just say to you that Uh, Welcome, and um, I'm Eileen Gottlieb, and I'm affectionately known as the Heart Healer, because my focus for service in this lifetime is all about teaching conscious heart connection as, I guess, from the point of view that it is our soul's purpose for being here, all of us, you, me, the person that lives next door to you, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. That dynamic is always under the surface. So if this resonates with you, then what I invite you to consider is that for every experience that you're co-creating, either consciously or unconsciously, if you look at the experience, particularly the ones that are uncomfortable, the opportunity for learning is how to be a more loving presence in your relationship with yourself first. Now, this is not narcissistic from a pathological psychiatric perspective. It is not selfish. It is self-aware and oriented, which is necessary for us to not just survive being in the human experience, but indeed to thrive. 
if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't take care of ourselves for our health, for um, all the different things from the holistic model that, that are part of creating a life filled with health and wellness and joy, if we don't make that decision for ourselves, there is no one making that decision for us. When we are babies, small children, yes, the adults that care for us are the ones that are making those decisions. But once we are mature enough to make these decisions for ourselves, we are solely responsible. And so if you're not loving the way things look around you, I invite you to only look within. For everything that we see around us is a reflection of who we're being in our relationship with ourselves. So that's the good news and the challenge, too, because growing in this relationship with ourselves sometimes is hard work. Sometimes it's not the most joyful process. But I promise you, in the long run, and it doesn't take so long anymore to do these processes because the energy on the planet is so supportive of us moving through our challenges, our issues so much more quickly. It is worth all of the time, effort, energy, and heart that we put into it. You know, I love Ho'oponopono. I don't know how many of you are aware of it. And I and I I found it fascinating. Have you ever noticed on Facebook, if you're a Facebook person, you know, they always have select ads for each person on Facebook. You know, there there's a whole um what do you call it? A logarithm that determines what ads you're gonna see on your Facebook page based on who you are, what your comments are, the things you post on. Um, links that you respond to, etc. And so I found it fascinating that earlier today, Joe Vitale, I came across, and I couldn't have been online for that long, but Joe Vitale was there doing a video. For those of you that saw the movie The Secret, that's who Joe Vitale is. He's one of the people from that movie. And, and he was talking about a certification course in Ho'oponopono which is a, an ancient Hawaiian philosophy of, of being, so to speak. And that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about the concept of being and how that helps us to move through chaotic energy. Because I don't know about you, the energy lately has been really chaotic for me. And when I say chaotic, chaotic means uncomfortable the way that it feels, it's uncomfortable. It's not smooth energy. It's not comfortable energy. It's jagged. It's erratic. It's not comfortable. <laughs> you know, it's not life affirming and, and peace producing, right? And so I've been on my back most of the week. You know, it's been a wild, wild time. I've had vertigo, my back went out, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, good Lord, enough already. I'm ready to like feel normal again, whatever that means for me, because I don't ever think of myself as normal, just doesn't ever come out that way. But 
I have to say that that this time of not being able to be up and about and moving and busy, you know, I'm I'm just being. And when we are being, especially in times of chaos, it brings our energy literally, it enfolds in to us. Now, for those of you that may not be energy aware, you might be asking yourself, well, what difference does that make? Well, it makes a huge difference. So imagine the body that you have is energy. I know it feels solid. It looks solid. You touch it. It's there. But really, it's energy just vibrating at a very low rate of speed. Anything that vibrates at a low rate of speed gives us the illusion of it being very solid. Think of musical instruments. They all are vibrating at different frequencies. The higher notes are a high frequency. The low notes, like a timpani drum is, is, or a bass saxophone, they're, they're low frequencies. And so our emotions can also be described in that, in that way of defining by frequency. So the, the emotions that feel really, really comfortable, that bring us into a place of blissful joy, those are really high frequencies. The ones that stop us dead in our tracks, that, that sometimes make us feel like, I don't want to get out of bed today. I don't even want to open the door, right? I'm not answering the phone. I'm not opening the door. I'm hiding behind my windows, right? That's the energy of emotions that are dense and don't feel comfortable. But do your best to not consider them as positive negative, right, or wrong, because the minute we put a judgment on any of it is the minute we get stuck in it. So if you can consider if everything is energy and you can kind of wrap that around your brain and and accept that as a possibility for those of you that that's a new concept for, and for those of you that this is normal for you, then just hear me through, right? So if everything is energy, Right then, when we're around chaotic energy, it affects us. We feel it. We may not consciously be aware of it, but it affects us. I think one of the one of the experiences that I had read about that really brought this home to me was understanding the nature of being on this planet as an enclosed globe a very enclosed globe, which means that everything that affects me here in South Florida ultimately can be affecting someone across the world. And what what really made this real to me was when I was listening to a weather report many years ago, and they were talking about a sandstorm in Africa in the desert somewhere was so aggressive, that it brought these, these particles of sand into the atmosphere and they traveled through our atmosphere and affected the entire planet. That boggled my brain at first. And then I realized that's really no different than considering everything as energy And there are really no boundaries to energy. Energy simply is. 
It cannot be created nor destroyed, but it does change form from one thing to another, which is why when we are born into these bodies, if this resonates with you, and if it doesn't, just toss it. When we're born into these bodies, when we take that first breath, we integrate our essence, our soul essence, or whatever you call it, into the body. It anchors into all of our cells. When we leave this body, this body remains as a shell. It has no life to it. But our essence, the energy of who we are that is eternal, continues on. Where it goes, we leave that up to what your personal beliefs are. So if everything is energy, how do we deal with being in chaotic energy? that we know is affecting us. It's when we feel edgy and maybe there's nothing going on in our personal lives that really can explain it, but we're connected to everybody else that's not okay. Or perhaps there's been a natural phenomenon that's affected a lot of people and we feel the energy of their experience of that natural phenomenon, whether it's a tsunami or an earthquake or something like that. We're all connected, which is why it's so important that we focus on the one thing that we are empowered to focus on and create change for, and that's ourselves. And I know you might be asking yourself, so why did she mention Ho'oponopono? Where did that come from and how does it fit in? So Ho'oponopono is an ancient Hawaiian philosophy that I'm not an expert in to share details of, but I do want to say to you that my understanding of it is that the basic tenets are that everything that we see, we are connected to and responsible for. We own a piece of it. So there may be a war going on in Afghanistan And we may be here in the U.S. or in another country, wherever you're listening to tonight's show with or from. But if we see it, if we read about it, if we hear about it, if we experience it, we own a piece of it. And because we're all connected, we can do different processes like Ho'oponopono to clear not only for ourselves, but it affects other people in a good way. So Ho'oponopono is, um, I'm sorry, forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And Hugh Len, Dr. Hugh Len, Len, H-E-W Len, if you look at him, look him up on YouTube, there is a nine-part video of an interview of him that's fascinating, that's been there for years. And he actually, as a psychiatrist, he is Hawaiian, as a psychiatrist, he went into the um, psychiatric hospital in, in, I believe, on the big island of Hawaii, and um, without ever seeing any of the patients in the criminal, criminally insane units, created healing Oponopono. They were having such challenges with no one was getting any better. They were not getting any discharges. There were, there were crazy things going on on the wards. And he single-handedly 
without doing one therapeutic concept, therapeutic session as a psychiatrist, as we generally think of it, all he did was sit in an office with their charts and he would clear or clean on behalf of them by cleaning whatever was going on with them in himself. I know that may sound a little unusual. The core concept that I want to share with you is this. We're all one presence connected. You may be on the other side of the world from me, but we're still connected. And our most powerful tool that we each have, being, being present in our relationship with ourselves first, loving ourselves, making loving choices. The greatest power we have is choice, conscious choice. And remember, it's all about who we are being in our relationship with ourselves first. This is the key. It's so incredibly powerful. If you'd like to learn more about that, if you'd like to incorporate that into your life to assist you in moving through the challenges that you've been experiencing, whether they're from childhood or from a month ago, be in touch with me. It is my joy to teach you simple tools to assist you in being more at peace, more joyful, more present in your life. And manifesting your heart's desires. We're at the end of 2018 and everything in this human realm is all about cycles, right? It's a, it's a minute cycle. It's an hour. It's a day. It's a week. It's a month. It's a lunar cycle. It's a calendar year. It's our birth cycle. It's the solstices and equinoxes. Everything has a cycle. And so when we learn to be more present and honoring these cycles that do influence us and work with those energies rather than fighting against them, life is just so much more peaceful. So I mentioned that I was down for the count most of last week, right? So let me just get a swallow of water before I cough here. Hmm. So I had two choices as to how to, I could be really annoyed and irritated that I was unable to do what I normally do. I could have been really frustrated and angry and all the other emotions that represent not being okay with the situation, or I can embrace the time and say, okay, so what I need, what do I need to learn from this? What is this offering me? What information is available to me? Which is how I chose to be in it. Because I don't choose the hard way anymore. I just don't. Easy and relaxed, as my business coach Tasha Chen says, easy and relaxed. Don't we all want that in our lives? not just for our day-to-day lives, but if we have businesses, if we work for other people, don't we want our lives to be easy and relaxed and joyful? Well, if they're not, we're in charge of it, right? So one thing that I want to gift you all with for this new year, 
And I'm just so grateful for all of the wonderful callers that have called over the past year. We've been here on the Heart Healer Radio Network since March 1st. And um, I'm just so grateful that we found this space, this home for us. We had been on Right Stream Radio before that. And um, so I'm, I'm thrilled that I have RJ, our producer, that is so generous with his time and so loving with everybody when you, when you call in. He's, he is the sweet man that, that uh, says hello to you and welcome, welcomes you to the show when you have a question that you want to ask. And, um, and so each, each month on the new moon, a couple of moon, I offer a free new moon clearing. Even though the full moon is classically known as the time of clearing or cleansing, I was guided um, almost two years ago now to offer a new moon clearing process to assist everyone in clearing out their energy that doesn't serve them anymore to hold on to. Just clear it out. It's a simple, easy process that I voice guide everyone through and And it opens up an energy so that you can then sit and get clarity on what your intentions are that you've chosen for this next. So this Friday, January 4th at 12 o'clock Eastern time, we'll be doing our next new moon clearing and the recording or the replay is available to everyone that registers. This is a free experience, a gift from my heart to yours. How do you register? If you've not registered before, go to my website and that's Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash events, E-V-E-N-T-S. When the calendar loads, click on the January four um, little button, you know, little dot in the calendar square, and it'll open up a link that will take you to a web page where you can register and you will receive the call-in information. You'll be in my system. I'll be able to send you follow-up emails to remind you and to also send you a link to the recording, which I make available until midnight the day of the new moon. So you will have all day Friday, all day Saturday, and all day Sunday to do that clearing process as often as you would like. This is a clearing process that I do daily. It's part of my meditation in the morning. It's part of a meditation at night. If that's how I decide to end my day, I'm always doing a clearing process that is so simple and will lighten the energy load, so to speak, for all of you. So I invite you to join me. Again, this is this Friday at um, 12 o'clock Eastern time. Don't worry if you can't join live. The replay is equally as powerful. And you're able to join. I have a, um, it is a conference call line. And so there are international numbers available. If that's not something that will work for you, then just wait for the replay. And you can listen to it on your computer or technical device. I'm not the tech savvy one. So you can listen to it through that, um, uh, either your computer or your phone or whatever it is. All right. Let me see if there was something else that I wanted to share with everyone before we begin our readings. As always, if you hear something tonight that speaks to you and you would like to have 
a one-on-one session with me, or you'd like to talk to me about how I might be able to support you in that private session, then you can also go to my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. And there is a link there that you can schedule a free strategy session if you would like. And in these sessions, I will listen to what it is that you feel is your most pressing challenge right now, and it will give me an opportunity to offer you some wisdom in how you can address it or how I might be able to support you. All right. And with that said, RJ, where shall we begin with our readings tonight? And good evening. Is RJ with me? Oh, maybe not. Here I am. Can you hear me? Ah, hello, sweet man. Happy New Year almost. <laughs> Happy New Year to you, and congratulations you. to a successful restart on the new network. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you so much. You were I a look huge forward to part you. of that. <laughs> and I appreciated the ability to help you produce the program. Thank you. So Thank you. here we go. Let's see. Where are we going for our first call? We're going out. Oh, we're going north of the, of the border to Canada and speak with Jay. Ah, wonderful. All right. Good evening, Jay. Hey, Eileen. How's it going? It's going. It's going, sweet man. It's been a long time since we've spoken, so I'm real grateful you called in tonight. Grateful to end my year and my last show for the year with speaking with you. How can we be well, of service? My joy. Yeah, it's been a Yeah, you're welcome. It's been a really uh, interesting year. Um, like I said, you know, lost some couple of people this year that were in my life and uh one was was fine and had no problems with, but you know, my other uh, the mother I had problems with uh regarding unfinished business that I didn't um I don't know, I just wanted to shove away basically, but um yeah, I was just still a little bit angry about that, but uh I think for I don't know. I wonder if you can actually help me where where's this anger coming from? Because I looked at some emails from the past from my mom and my sister they gave me or sent to me, and I just I just got angry just reading them. <laughs> so. I hear you. I hear you. Um, is that what you want to talk about? Because I can respond to that if you would like. Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Okay. But it's about family dynamics and and grief. Indeed. I think that's if you if you just talk about about it for myself and maybe other people who are listening to the show. They'll definitely benefit, I'm sure. So so a reminder, because I know you're a very conscious person, Jay. So a reminder, emotions are just data. They're information that help us to identify where we are in an experience. Simply put, if we look at our emotions from that perspective, then we have less of a chance, less of a need to stay attached to them. So anger, as we talked earlier about vibration, right? Anger is a low vibration emotion, which is why it's so uncomfortable to be in anger. Although there are people that will say that anger can be motivating, for the most part, it's uncomfortable for most people to be in the energy of the emotion of anger, But what I also know about anger is that it is fear being expressed. Okay? So when you consider that and you consider what the issues are 
that are bringing up the anger, it may well help you to identify what actually is going on, which will then give you the path to healing it. Does that make sense how I'm languaging that? Yeah, so I think with myself, I'm still trying to identify where this anger is coming from. It might be actually from, you know, past, not even past life, but think about just stuff that in the past that was brought up when my mother passed on. So, so, so there's there's so much bleed through from mm-hmm. lifetimes at this time because the energy, the veil is so thin, right? And because the energy is so high on the planet, Jay, one of the gifts of being here is also about healing generational or ancestral issues. Mm-hmm. And the core, the core fear that all of us are really dealing with, it gets to be really simple. It's the illusion of abandonment from source, whatever you name that to be. Hmm. So whatever's going on in our relationships with family, whatever those dynamics are, if we bring it home to us and just kind of go down the layers, What is it that they've done? What is it that you read in the email that brought up anger? And if you can get under the anger and connect with the fear, what is the fear? What am I afraid of? Ask that to yourself. And I will be surprised if there isn't a huge percentage of whatever that is that Mm -hmm. isn't an abandonment issue on some level. Something to think about. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. We are mm-hmm. all we are all dealing with this. And when we go through experiences when people that we have had deep emotional intimacy with, like parents, siblings, family members, transition to spirit, especially as you mentioned, where there's been unfinished business. The grieving process is much more challenging. Grieving is a process that, what do I say to clients? We do know if we breathe, we grieve. Mm -hmm. It's just a natural part of the cycle of life and being human. Depending upon what our personal beliefs are about the process of transitioning to spirit and what that means to each of us, that will define largely the grieving process. If you think of the grieving process as as a circular experience, the first year is obviously the most difficult year for everyone, especially if there's something, and even if there isn't something unresolved or unfinished. And so each life cycle event, each birthday, each anniversary, each holiday, Each day that's uniquely connecting us to that person and the past with them will trigger all of the grief, all of the feelings of loss. And this is normal. It's why most hospices offer a year of bereavement counseling for clients. It's why my Jewish traditions, there is a formal year of mourning 
before you even unveil the gravestone. There's a reason why certain traditions allow for that. It takes time. The more unresolved stuff, the more challenging it is. So that's chaotic energy, right? That anger, that fear, it's chaotic energy. Hmm. So I'm going to invite you to, when you notice that that energy is being triggered, those emotions, come into your heart and look at it from that perspective. And I would even invite you to do the Ho'oponopono as a way of you creating a completion of this unfinished business between you and your mom especially. Mm. Something to think about, Jay. Yeah, something to think about. Okay? Okay. Thanks so much for your wisdom again. And My joy, well. sweet man. My joy. If I can assist you further, you know how to reach me. Okay? Yes, I do. Yes, thank you. All right. I hope that 2019 brings you more peace in in that extraordinary heart of yours. I do. Awesome. All right. Much love, Jay. Blessings and happy new year. Much love, too. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. All right. RJ. I trust and know that so many people that will hear this conversation that Jay and I just had will benefit from it because we all go through the process of grieving. So I'm really grateful to you, Jay, that you actually asked the question and chose to call in tonight. So thank you, sweet man. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Our next caller is Sandy from Atlanta. All right, Sandy, good evening and welcome to the show. Uh, that w- uh, good evening, and yes, he did a good question. <laughs> he had a really good I question. I agree. How can we support you tonight, Sandy? What's going on with you? Well, I've got to. We're getting ready to have to deal with my my husband's family. Uh, I've been going through all of it with my my, and, and almost completing my cycle with my family. Now we're going to have to deal with my uh, in-laws, and we're going to have to go out where they're at and and get things straightened out for them. What what can you tell me? And can we be a little bit more specific, uh, Sandy, so that I can be more specific with you? Is this? Have they transitioned to spirit? Are they still in bodies? Are you are you helping no, them? To... Go yeah, ahead. It's, uh, they're they're still in bodies. They're just elderly and not taking care of their monetary decisions very well, and mm-hmm. it's out of control. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. So you're asking for any wisdom about the situation that I can offer you to assist you? Right. Okay. All right. So just breathe into your heart for me, Sandy, if you will. Just a couple of gentle breaths with a focus there. Yeah. Good. So so I'm really sensing that, and I don't feel that this is anticipatory um, in your mind. I really feel like this is going to be a struggle for you. Um, the The 
there there's a lot of fear about people coming in and taking over. The giving up of control um, is is going to make this process of making choices, you and your husband, on their behalf, um, very challenging. So tread lightly. Tread lightly. Um, I want to say that it feels like there's also a bit of a cognitive issue, particularly with your father-in-law. Is that true? Um. I think he's he's always just been a really difficult person, and he's a frankly obtuse. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Control is 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 very needed by him, the, and, and it's an illusion. But there's no convincing people of that. So, what is the underlying emotion related to control and the need for it? We're back to fear again. It's such a nasty emotion, but it's such an amazing an amazing tool for us to see where we are in an experience, right? So I'm going to invite you to, to, for you and your husband to be very aware, not to think of him as being obtuse in a way that it's a blockade for both of you to accomplish what you feel is needed to support them, but rather to use that as information that will allow you to be gently guided in the way that you talk to him about what it is that you're identifying are their needs. Okay. We also have a brother-in-law. I I have a brother-in-law that will be involved in this. Okay. And yeah. And some, because, you know, this guy's a stubborn, very stubborn. I hear you. I hear you. And it's 90. So so logic, left-brained logic may work and it may not. And and I will say to you that, that a crowding in on him with everybody in a family meeting is not going to be the best way to approach this. So I would invite you to consider who has the most open and and a gentle relationship with your father-in-law and that that person be the one that is perhaps the spokesperson for for the children to open this conversation up does that make sense yeah and it's just kind of hard because i know that they all argued with him <laughs> you know <clears throat> and so and so the thing is that Whatever he's doing with his money, unless he's proven to be incompetent, it's his choice. Yeah. And so there really is no support legally um, that that you have available to you. So you have yeah, to kind of you have to kind of go with um, what is the expression? It's you have to find a way to make whatever it is that you're suggesting his idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, and and see, I I had that capability with my dad because, uh, you know, he was in, he had dementia. You know, mm-hmm. I could I I had to step in even though it made him angry. I had to step in, and he knew I knew I was right. Okay. 
That's an ideal situation because they'll move through their anger. Cognitive impairment in the elderly is not an easy situation. I I empathize with you. um, And, and my best suggestion, and we'll need to move on to the next, the next caller, but take it one step at a time. And remember, you don't want to take his dignity or his, decision-making ability away from him. You can um, speak to his common sense. Think of whatever he did as, a, as his business or his livelihood and think about all of the positive choices that he's made in his life. Hopefully there are many of them. And, and speak to him from, those, from, from the perspective of his gifts and abilities for that, and then mm-hmm. apply it to what needs to be done now. Does it? Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it, it does. But like I say, uh, he's made so many really bad choices, mm-hmm. and he and he really wouldn't listen to his sons. Mm-hmm. And he he certainly won't listen to his wife. So. So it's a difficult situation, Sandy, Um, unless you can find a way to open up a door of communication where he can hear whoever it is that is speaking to him, then I don't see you can really um, create much headway without making him incompetent. And he's not incompetent. He's not incompetent. He just doesn't want to hear anything. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. That doesn't make yeah. him incompetent. That just makes him exasperating to be with. You know? <laughs> right. Absolutely. But, I, but I do want to say to you, um, I don't know what his medical issues are. I do get that there is, um, I want to say, not much more than a mild cognitive impairment, you know, which at 66, sometimes I feel like I've got one, you know, but it's it's the kind of thing where, when people get really angry, especially when they're being questioned, their decisions are being questioned, there's also a feeling that goes with that inside them that wonders, I wonder if they're right. And they can't really go there easily. That's why I'm saying to you, it, there, there is a way to communicate with him where the decisions that need to be made can, can be presented so that he thinks it's his idea. Okay. That it makes so sense. Find the person but, that is 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 adept at doing that. You know, and it may well, be it, that there's an elder attorney that you might uh, be yeah. able to speak to that might be able to um address this from a professional perspective. You know, Maybe especially his, when his friend his friend was a lawyer, you know. Okay. So maybe I, that might be a good idea. Rather than the children being the ones that do it, having, you know, maybe the children saying, would you at least agree to do this? If it's not comfortable for you to have this conversation with us, would you be willing to speak to someone that has professional knowledge and background to help guide you so that you can be sure that you're making the right choices, right? That's a good idea. 
Okay, something to think about. Yeah, um, being a nurse it's and dealing with families in many situations, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Just walk softly and let everyone else's fear be under the covers. Get rid well, of it. Yeah, because in this situation, that's going to everybody, to he's going to feel that. Say that again, I'm sorry. Yeah. In this situation, we had to have to do that, but I had to step on my brother. You know, I hear you. He was trying, but we're talking yeah, about trying- we're not talking about your brother. Let's keep that situation no. separate. Just be present with whatever needs to get done based on all of the children for the um, for your father-in-law and your mother-in-law. Stay focused. Stay present. Yeah. Stay in your hearts with each other and with with your in-laws, because that's what the okay. situation really calls for. Okay. Okay. I Good appreciate luck, it. Andy. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling into the show, and Happy New Year, sweetie. You too. Thank you. Blessings. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Well, we're going to go a little, uh, I guess, still in Georgia and speak with Sophia. Okay. Good evening, Sophia. Welcome to the show. Uh, Hi, evening, Eileen. I'm doing well, thank you. How can we be of service tonight, Sophia? Well, I'm in a right now. I'm currently in a position of um, beginning to work on transitioning out of corporate America, but I've kind of reached a little blockage. Um, I don't know if I should stay in my current job or if it's time to uh, move on from that as well and just find another job. Okay. Is it a choice of retirement or entrepreneurialism or job to job? uh, Actually, job to job with the entrepreneurship. Interesting. Okay. So you're, you're thinking of doing both at the same time? Yes. Okay. All right. So take a, um, a gentle breath, just a focused breath into your heart center for me, Sophia. And let's see what we can bring through for you. So asking for any and all information to help guide Sophia in her professional path right now. So I want to say to you that um, that entrepreneurial hat is going to be a lucrative one for you. I, it, it, is, it is so you. Um, yes, it's an adjustment. It's an adjustment going from the employee, even whether you're in corporate America or not, going from the employee mindset into the entrepreneurial mindset. I invite you, if you have not already done so, to read um, books like um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad and look at the, you know, the Kiyosaki's quadrants and be aware of that if that's not something you're familiar with, because it really helps to understand what the challenges can be and how to mitigate them when you move from one, one way of being in business to another. Does that make sense so far? It does. Okay. So, so entrepreneurialism, that hat to that position, that energy for you, I want to say next year, this time, Oh my God, it's, you are going to be so successful. So, Follow whatever your heart's guiding you because you have a plan 
you have an idea of what it is that, that you want to do, and I'm going to invite you to really follow it because the energy for it is clear, it's unobstructed, and and it is you know the the um, you know that expression smooth sailing right mm-hmm. um, the image of smooth sailing that comes to me when that when those words come to me is a beautiful sailboat on a calm ocean where there's just the right amount of wind mm-hmm. where there's just a beautiful sail that one experiences it's effortless because the wind does all the work. It's relaxed and easy. You just have to steer in the direction you want to go, right? That's exactly what this feels like to me for you. So I'm going to invite you to follow whatever feels right to you. So as you sit with the idea of staying in the job that you're in for the short term, as you transition into the entrepreneurial um, world, that's one thing. Bring it into your heart and image what you're doing and imagine doing it for the next six to eight months as you're doing the other and see how it feels. You don't have to do it right now. And then take the idea of moving to another corporation, another job, bring that into your heart. Imagine what that's going to feel like, what your options are, and see how that feels to you. Because there's not a right, wrong, good, bad about this, but I do feel that one of the most important gifts that you're giving yourself as you enter into this new energy of 2019, and I want you to know this is an energy that's, that's really um, loving you. This is, this is for you. This energy of 2019 is for you. Mm-hmm. So ride that wave, sail through it with great ease. But it's all about following your heart, really paying attention to how things feel and letting that guide you because that's an integral part of how you're being asked to be, not just now, but in your entrepreneurial business. It's why you're going to succeed. Okay. Something okay. To, to think about. All right. And if I can support you in any other way, please feel free to reach out to me, do a free strategy session. I love working with entrepreneurs. I do. It is, it is a forte of mine and it brings me great joy. So if I can support you, I do coaching with entrepreneurs in their businesses. It's amazing. Through the okay. record, through this intuitive gift, it's amazing. So keep it in the back of your mind when you're ready, okay? I sure will. Thanks, All right, Ms. Sophia. You're very welcome. A happy and a healthy and a prosperous new year. Same to you, dear. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Blessings. All right. RJ, where are we off to? We're off to New York City and speak with Ashiel. Okay. Ashiel, welcome back to the show. How are you tonight? How are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How can we be of service tonight? I'm just trying to figure out um, whatever message is for the new year. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm going to be alone, so I'm looking forward to next year to be a better one. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second. Let me just 
tap in, breathe into your heart for me. Just focus your breath there. Thank you. This is your year of the heart, young man. Okay? And what that means is everything is about relationships this year. Um, What I mean by that is in this realm, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I think I said this, um, everything in this realm, we said it was about cycles, but everything in this realm is really about being in relationship to someone or something. And because everything is a mirror of who we're being with us, all the work that you've done, particularly in the last year, in your relationship about you and your relationship with yourself is going to be a great advantage for you coming into this new energy of 2019. This is a year of expansion for you. I don't know what birth year it is, but it feels like a year of expansion. It's not a, it doesn't feel like a one year. Can you still hear me, honey? Yeah. Okay. Now I can hear you. I love you for a second. Oh, good. Okay. So it's a year of expansion for you. It feels um, not like a, like a one year, but it feels like a great year of expansion. It feels like it's a year that, that you get to benefit from all that you've done in the past that brought you to this moment. And, and you get to kind of enjoy the fruits of your labor, so to speak. Um, I want to say that March pops up as a month that is pivotal for you. And, and so Because this is a year of relationships for you, I want you to consider whenever you are talking to people, whenever you are considering life experiences, think of it in terms of your relationship with you and how that's mirroring it and make the adjustment as it's needed so that what you're seeing will be reflective of more of what you want it to be. So if you're finding that you're attracting um, some judgment, let's say, as an example, right? You want to know that if you're seeing it, you're holding it in who you're being with you. So clear it. Work on you, and that will change the external vision and experience of what you are co-creating. Is this making sense to you so far? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So you're in charge. We all are. So take responsibility for being in charge of what you see, sense, feel, hear, and know. Not with judgment, but with gratitude that all that information of what you are see, seeing, sensing, feeling, hearing, and knowing is going to be guiding you. Okay. okay. Uh, so, sounds good. I look forward to that year. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I toast you. I hope that I hope that Are everything that I have shared is is a blessing right. upon you, and and I hope it's a wonderful year. Thank you so much, Ashiel, for calling in and for participating in the show this year with me. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your help. You're welcome, Happy sweet year. man. Happy and a healthy new year. Blessings. Bye bye. Bye bye now. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Oh, RJ, are you with me? Figure it out. Hold on. Let's see. All right. I think I might have lost RJ. So we're going to go to Massachusetts. And Kathleen, good evening. 
Hi, Eileen. How are you, honey? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you. How can we be of service tonight? Um, well, I'm hoping you can help me. Um, I'm on low energy, I guess, or the dense energy that you mentioned um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show. I'm having a real hard time. I'm 61, and um, I had back surgery last December, and I was suffering for almost a year before I had it. And I had spinal stenosis, but I was told I had to have laminotomies done, which I did. Prior to that, I could climb stairs. I could walk up the curb. Now I cannot do that anymore. And I have a chairlift at home. I live alone in subsidized housing. I had to sell my car um, because I was told last winter I could not shovel. And I had my surgery last December. Mm -hmm. I'm stuck in this house. And I've been told I have permanent nerve damage. In both legs. Now, the option I have is to start with a trial spinal cord stimulator to get my legs moving, if that mm. can be done, should it be mm-hmm. then the permanent. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm in this house every day, and then I'm having another issue where I feel like this pain in my collarbone and upper left side of my chest like a tingling. And I'm thinking, am I going to get any better? And I have the mm. worst fear of dying. And I want to know if you saw the back stimulator working where I can get the heck out of this apartment. Mm. Um, I hear you. I hear you. And and just know that I, that I am... I know that, Kathleen. I hear you. I hear you. And so the back issues, sweetie, we can't we can't address all of your issues on a live show like this. I know. Okay, but what I want to say to you is this. Back issues are about feeling supported in life. Or not oh, feeling I'm not. supported. Yeah, you're okay? right. I'm not. Okay, and but remember what we talked about in the beginning of the show, everything is about who we are being with ourselves first. Your healing, sweetie, comes first and foremost from you shifting who you're being with you. So it's not about you receiving support from outside. It's about you being loving and supportive of you, being loving and accepting of you in spite of everything or because of everything. This is a core aspect of healing that's necessary for any modality to help. It's to know that you're always surrounded by love. It's to trust and know that everything is happening for a reason. If you can move I'd into that. I'd love to know that reason. That's what I don't get. Yeah, I hear you. Well, let me make it really simple. No matter what is going on, it's always an invitation for us to come more into our hearts. I know that sounds simplistic, but that's why we're in a Into our hearts. Into our hearts. To be a loving presence with ourselves first. I know that so sounds very simplistic. What can I do to be that with myself? So Being alone. And- a, be- a beginning, a beginning 
is to focus on breathing into and out of your heart center as often as you can remember to do it. And in answer to your question, does it serve, and I'm going to ask it this way, because whether something will work or won't work is not the way I ask a question on behalf of a client. I ask the question, does it serve Kathleen's highest good to experience the nerve stimulator? And I get a big yes. And I want to say that it will be helpful. And it will serve your highest good to experience it. But I want you to do the personal relationship work also. Consider that in addition to anything else that you do. Now, that's the focus on breathing. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. And, and to be conscious of who you're being in your relationship with you, how you speak about you, how you speak about others. There are so you many know, wonderful... Go ahead. What's difficult for me is I have no family left. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is passed except the two sisters. And I miss my youngest sister. That they don't talk to me because I told them I was molested as a child. <clears throat> they didn't even tell me when my mom died. I found out from my godmother. And I want to connect with my younger sister so bad, but she wants nothing to do with me, and we used to be so close, and I feel like I have no family mm-hmm. or no one to turn to. I hear you. I hear you. We can't solve these issues. I'm sorry on the show, but I will say to you, no. this core issue of abandonment is all part of everything that happened with childhood. They're all amazing experiences, albeit painful, and they're purposeful for everything. They are. So there's a purpose to all this. There is. There always is. I trust and know you that, know, but that's it's my like belief. Everyone, but that's my belief. I'm, like I said, I have such a fear of dying, and it may, I think of that every day because I'm second here alone with all these physical you. problems, mm-hmm. and like I've gone to a psychiatrist because I you have to do it before you get the back stimulator mm-hmm. inserted. You, you have to, and he goes, "Do you feel like committing suicide?" And I said, "No, my biggest fear is dying." <laughs> and it's so like, I want to I want to leave you with this thought, Kathleen. I'm going to have to cut you okay. short. I, I just want to yeah. say to you, there are so many. Let the computer be your friend. There are so many helpful YouTube videos on how to be in a healthy relationship with oneself. And they're all free. I invite you to look up anything by Louise Hay, H-A-Y, from Hay House, the the divine woman who created Hay House Publishing, right? I would really invite you to listen to her, her videos. And her meditation. It's called How to Be... What? Oh, there isn't... It's not. I'm not inviting you to any specific one. I'm just oh. inviting you to listen to any of her videos on YouTube. Okay. Any of her meditations, anything that she's got on there. And there's so many other wonderful teachers that are out there that have all of this free material available. Take full advantage of it to shift 
who you are being in this experience of your relationship with you. Give that your give that to yourself as a gift for the new year. Yeah, I think okay? that the new year is just flipping the calendar over again. But I thank know. you so much for your time. I really You're welcome. thank you so much for your time and happy new year, honey. Thank happy you. new year to you. Blessings. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know if RJ is still here or not. Oh, you've put Hello. me into the next person. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to Sharon. And yes, Sharon, hi. are you in Nebraska? Is that where you are? Yes, I am. Well, welcome, honey. We're going to extend the length of the show tonight. Go ahead and tell us how we can be of service. Okay. Um you know, everything is kind of up in the air right now with my living situation. I've got some legal battles going on, and I don't know if um, I'm going to be able to get through it and maybe move out to New York or what. I was hoping maybe you could, what you saw. In terms of moving? Yeah, these legal battles with my home and stuff. Okay. All right. So just take a breath into your heart for me, if you will, Sharon. And I empathize with this energy. So many people are struggling right now. It's not an easy time for a lot of people. Okay. Let's see what we can bring in for you. The energy feels very heavy to me um, for the next couple of months. Um, But hang in there because it feels like um, I want to say sometime mid-February, end February, beginning March, you know, somewhere between mid-February and mid-March, that, that things lighten up. Um, but the beginning of this year is, is still going to be a little challenging. The energy feels very dense and heavy to me. But there is hope that things are going to shift. So please hang in there. Be as kind and gentle with yourself as you can. Hold a space of trusting and knowing that everything works out. Journal about it. Set a very conscious intention. We're doing the, the new moon is coming up on um, a week from today. The new moon is all about setting conscious, clear, powerful intentions. So I'm going to invite you to take full advantage of this expansive energy of the new year and have it work for you. Set some very conscious intentions that everything is working out for you. Everything is working out for you. That you trust and know that everything is working out in your life. You are so happy and grateful that all of the legal issues related to your house are resolved in your favor. In your favor. Right? And then sit, and right. then as you do it, then then journal what all of the little details of that experience of everything working out in your favor is going to look and feel like, as if it's already done. This is the art of manifesting, working with the energy of putting messages out to the universe that basically says, I already got this. It's done. And then the universe says, well, all right, then let's help you to give the energy up so that it works for you. But if you're going to hold this space that the energy, nothing's working out, everything's horrible, then everything doesn't work out and everything's horrible. We're in charge. You're in charge. 
but it really does feel like it's going to shift. So just keep breathing through it. Do these constructive things that help your mindset and who you're being with you and your world. And, and I feel very strongly that this will shift beautifully for you. Okay. Okay. Um, Do you see my daughter lives in New York. She's the only family I really have. Do you see me moving out there or, or not? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of how I feel. <laughs> and and I think that that's why I don't know. It's it's like it's an yeah. undecided um, choice yet. Remember, everything right. that we do in this realm is is free will, and right. and so the energy from the records is such that there's not a lot of future stuff that I'm that I'm told to share. There are more things like potentialities that that are there right and so um and because free will exists every choice we make changes the timeline so the best i can say to you is focus on your mindset focus on being that upbeat positive trusting i know everything works out and all the little tools that you can use that will help you to hold that space and indeed the energy is going to shift okay yeah Okay, honey, thank you. You are very welcome. Happy New Year, Sharon. All right. Um, I am so sorry, everyone, that um, for those of you that are in the queue, I'm so sorry we can't reach you tonight. But I'm very grateful for everyone that has been on this last show for 2018. I invite you to join us again here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. Um, next Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern time. If you come into the queue at 645, you will be guaranteed having your reading, okay? And so I want to just take a moment as we do at the end of the show. We'll do just a very abridged um, heart connection just to show you how simple it can be. And just take a moment if you're not driving or managing heavy machinery, Just close your eyes. Take a couple of nice, deep, slow breaths. Relax your belly. And just let your breath focus itself on breathing into and out of your heart center. Beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest. Good. The more we breathe in this place, Imagining our breath coming into and out of this heart center, the more we activate the wisdom, the intelligence of our hearts. And we live our lives in a relationship from this place of connectedness to ourselves first. To be in a loving relationship with ourselves, it's the key. It's the key to the kingdom. It's the secret sauce. It's the answer to everything. It's the beginning of all healing. And it feels good. It lowers your blood pressure, calms your pulse rate. It energetically brings every organ system into harmonic balance with the heart. 
The heart is the domain of love. This is what we're here to experience. The choice is ours. So, from my heart to yours, may this 2019 be a blessing upon all of us. May our hearts expand in our connection with ourselves. May the love that we are guide our way in our relationships with ourselves, our others, in business, in friendships, in loving relationships, in family relationships. May it help us to find our way. Know that you're surrounded by love all the time. And it is your essence. So from my heart to yours, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm so grateful. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, a wonderful week. I look forward to seeing you back here again next Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern time. For now, blessings of love and gratitude. I'm Eileen Gottlieb, the heart healer. Good night, everybody. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, Your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.